everybody. This is Drew and this is Brad. And you are listening to another stellar episode of the Unidentified Flying Podcast. Um, today's the Battle of the Titans, man. Batman versus Superman. Movies coming out this week. Um, we're going to talk a lot about comic book movies, comic books, this particular movie. Um, but this week we're on the move again, on location, with a, a new guest, uh, listener to the podcast. Um, this is Ryan, and we are currently in Ryan's garage. So, Ryan, say hello to everybody. Hey, everybody. All right. And so, apparently, Ryan is a Batman aficionado. <laughs> Maybe even a Superman aficionado. <laughs> we'll see. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I, I'm not, so... I said you, ahead of time, I have limited knowledge on the subject, but I am more than happy to share such limited knowledge. Uh, I'm, and I'm, <laughs> I am easily fooled, so that'll work. Um, any follow-up from last week's episode? No, no, we're, okay. we're, kind of, we're kind of taping these out of order from what we're actually going to release them, so no biggie Okay. as far as the following up stuff, so we're just going to dive right in, I guess. Okay, um, well, forgot it last time. First contact. First contact. This is if you guys want to get in touch with us, you know, send us any sort of critiques, hate mail, advice, whatever. Um, I don't listen to any of it anyway, so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> UFPpodcast at gmail.com, at UFP on Twitter, and Unidentified Flying Podcast on Facebook. And I think that's it. So, yeah. All right. So, where do we want to start here? I mean, movie's coming out, what, this week? I yes. think. Yeah, so, when we release this, it will be this week. I mean, do you want to... Before, okay, before we get into the movie, the big, the big thing with this movie is Batman and Superman. Going, they're gonna, going toe-to-toe. So when we talked about doing this podcast, I started thinking in my head, and it kind of lines up, like, you know, nicely for me. I'm more of, I've always been more of a Marvel actual comic book fan. Okay. Like, I never followed any DC comics, really. I collected X-Men comics back in the day when I was a kid. Uh, I collected Longshot comics, stuff like that, Wolver- some Wolverine comics. Uh, I actually collected more Image comics than DC. I've never really got into DC. And it's not to say I've never read DC. Like, later on, I've read a lot of the graphic novels of some of these, you know, collections. And the stuff that I've read, it always, almost always has Batman and Superman at odds. Um, for instance, the Frank Miller uh, comics, uh, Dark Knight Returns, and The Dark Knight Strikes Again, uh, which the thing I remember most from those is the fact that the, the art's bad. I, I, I can't stand the art in them, for one. Um, That's but, uh, the Dark Knight comics? Yeah, The Dark yeah. Knight Returns and The Dark Knight Strikes Again. It's just, just really, just, I'm sorry. I it's mean, just maybe, like really blocky and... Yeah, it's just really, it looks, it, it looks like I could draw it. Yeah. So I'm kind of like, I... You're not a fan. Yeah, that stuff yeah. kind of throws me off too a lot of times when I try to get into one. And if the art isn't, isn't something that I can automatically like, oh, this is awesome. It, it deters away from how much interest level I can put into it. It's like, the, sto- the, story. the story's got to grab you. Like right out the gate, if the art isn't automatically appealing to you, and the Dark Knight yeah. is the return stuff, I, I can relate with you on that. Yeah, the arts and I mean for comic books, the arts 
it's half the it's half the story. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's what draws you to the shelf. What you're looking at, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's what separates it from books. Yeah, if you if you know if the art sucks, you might as well just be reading a book. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, but anyway, so uh, the Dark Knight Returns kind of has both of these. Frank Miller ones has has like an old retired and coming out of retirement Batman, and you know both times. I mean, he gets the better of of Superman both times. Now, in both of those stories, Superman's kind of a lackey. He's not. He's like I think in the Dark Knight Returns, he's actually like kind of a U.S. government lackey. Yeah, he's he, kind of just doing the U.S. government's bidding. Yeah, I, I wasn't real big on how he portrays uh, Superman. Kind of just as like a government goon, essentially. Yeah, yeah. And, and really strips any kind of uh, where you would want to connect and and be like and give you any reason to root for him. He he writes against him, which I mean, yeah. as a Batman fan, that's cool. But like. I do like Superman. He's got some qualities to him that when you really kind of strip it down, that makes it really entertaining. But this guy doesn't share that view. And he, and he pushes that on you in a way forcibly. Yeah. And I think that's a really good point. I mean, he, he writes against him, basically. Uh, I've never read either one, but I know... I mean, what uses uh, The Dark Knight? Is that what you're talking about? Dark Knight Returns? Well... There's elements like there's of elements both of these. of these movies that are kind of based off. The Dark Knight Returns is like it's not like it, it has stuff in common with the the Christopher Nolan movies, mm-hmm. but they're just kind of some cherry pick things that yeah. they grab from. It's not it. verbatim. Or yeah, well, just about every adaptation movie wise, that's one of that's one of their troughs they go to and they pull lines directly from that book. And I think that's what they're doing with the the Batman vs Superman yeah, too. That, they're grabbing some more stuff. Probably from some of the actual, um, because I don't know if you look at the trailer for Batman vs Superman, it looks like Superman may be kind of Lex Luthor's lackey a little bit. It looks like Lex Luthor's got something on him, and he's kind of directing Superman around to some extent. So they may be taking, and that's actually in the Dark Knight Strikes Again. Lex Luthor, I believe, is impersonating the president giving superman orders so superman doesn't know he's working for lex luther mm-hmm. <coughs> of course he doesn't <laughs> yeah. um but he also has like i think that one the dark knight strikes again you have like the bottled city of candor which is this brainiac has this it's like the last city of the kryptonians that's in a bottle and he like holds it over superman like you know do what i say or i'm going to destroy this and he's like, what you need to do is destroy the Batman. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, Superman's like, uh, I got to destroy the Batman. Um, and I think, you know, both times it's like, you know, I, if you guys haven't read, well, I know you've read one of them, not the other, and you haven't read either of them. So I don't want to ruin anything for uh, of them for you, but, or anybody listening either. But suffice it to say, in those two instances, Batman is able to get the better, essentially, of Superman. There might be a little help here, and there might be some hollow victories here, and but overall, it seems like Batman's got Superman's number when it when he needs to have it. Now, there's some other comics that I've I haven't read. I kind of did some looking up on stuff, and apparently, there's one I think it's called like uh, like Red Sun, like S O N, and it's like if Superman had actually crashed in the Soviet Union instead of the United yeah, States. Yeah. 
and he like I mean I think there I think it's that one it may be a different one where he catches Batman like totally unprepared in the Batcave and just beats the fuck out of him <clears throat> so because I know a lot of people that probably aren't comic fans probably look at this and go there's no contest. What do you mean, Batman versus Superman? Mm -hmm. It's already over before it started. Superman wins. See, the, the people that, that go about it that way, you can tell, like, this This is the fun of it. You know what I mean? This is your David and Goliath for the rest of us. You know, like, I, you know, everybody underestimates this because you see it at its, at its first value, but those same people don't know the depth of what, you know, the character of Batman is from its core. Well, I tell him that's that's what's fun about Justice League. I mean, how many episodes of any Justice League or, or comic where it's like all these people with all these powers are in trouble, and Batman's got to save their ass, mm -hmm. and he's just some guy. Yeah, and also toys. Batman. See, that's the cool thing about Batman. Batman is Batman's not the smartest person in the world, but Batman's like extremely smart. Batman's not the toughest person in the world, but he's extremely tough. He's not the best fighter in the world, but he's... Well, he may be. I don't know. He's he's a really <laughs> badass, actual, just actual fighter. But what my point being, Batman's really good at using Superman against himself because he knows Superman won't do certain things. He knows there's certain things that Superman... Superman has such high ideals that he's, Batman he's is... The, he's the ultimate tac tactician. Yeah, Batman yeah. knows I can use Superman's own sensibilities against him to gain an edge on him. Because I know Superman won't do this. I know Superman won't do that. So I can, I like. I mean, there's one where he like, uh, like he, uh, like I think there's a comic. I can't. They're like fighting underground, and I, I can't remember which one it is. But Batman's like, hey, um, I ruptured a gas main here. You can't use your, you know, your laser vision or whatever. I think that was your, Hush, maybe. Was that okay? I He's think. like, because if you do, you're gonna level like a whole city block. And Superman's mm -hmm. like, well played. <laughs> so then the terms are Bat uh, Superman has to fight him up close. Well, Batman has like a kryptonite like ring or something. Yeah, so he's hush. just throwing haymakers at him. Mm -hmm. So he's like, yeah, I got you to get up close to me because, you know, if you were anybody else, if you were the Joker, the Joker would have been like, we're both dead, <laughs> you know. Mm -hmm. So, But he knows Superman won't do that. that um, that's where that, that infamous, you know, deep down Clark's a good person and deep down I'm not. That's, that's where I think that's where that actual line came from was from Hush. Was it? Okay. Yeah, and I think, uh, and if I can, I'll, I'll look for it and find it later, but it's a really cool line from, uh, I believe it's The Dark Knight Returns. Um, but anyway, I'll find it after, after a while. Uh, the other um, thing I, was is Act of God, which is a Justice League uh, arc of comics where uh, and these are literally, these are the only ones I've ever read, really, of DC. Uh, like, some cosmic event happens that takes all the super DC superheroes, all lose their superpowers. Superman's no longer Superman, he's just Clark Kent. Flash can't be the Flash. Flash is not super fast. Wonder Woman is is just, I can't remember her character. Uh, uh, anyway, it's going to bother me, because I, I know who Wonder Woman's actual name is. But, uh, yeah, all oh, these... Shit, what is her name? Uh, Diana. Diana. Thank yeah, you. Diana. How can I forget that? It's Diana something. She's an Amazon. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, she's like daughter of Athena or something mm -hmm. too, right? Like she has some sort of. It's like of like what's that place they're from? Amastera or Amascara? Yeah, yeah, Amascara. Yeah, that's right. Um, but anyway, so you have uh, all these people that can't 
you know, they don't have their superpowers anymore. <coughs> and suddenly the baddest motherfucker on planet Enter Earth Batman. is Batman. <laughs> and it's funny because that's one where after they all lose their powers, they're having this big like superhero meeting. And Batman's just kind of chilling in the background, just kind of like, you know, everybody's having this meeting and Batman's just kind of like, I'm still me. Batman's already got in his head what's good, what he's doing. He's like, and they I probably don't even know he's there. Well, I think they do know he's there, <laughs> but he's just kind of like, I'm just here as a courtesy. Mm-hmm. I've already, I've already got the, the the machine's already rolling. I'm already doing stuff. They probably prepared for it anyway <laughs> in the first place. Yeah, and like it gets to a point where he just kind of steps in and he's like, you know, that's great that you guys are trying to figure out, you know, what to do and you know where do you go from here. He's like, I'm gonna go save the world. And they're all just kind of like Clark Kent, or Superman, basically, you know, gets all pissed off. And he basically takes a swing at Batman. And Batman kind of, I think, if I remember correctly, Batman just kind of steps back and he's like, you don't want to do that, Clark. And Clark tries again and Batman just beats the shit out of him. <laughs> Clark Kent doesn't even land a punch and Batman's basically like, this is why you don't know how to fight, really. You're super strong, super fast. That's how you win fights. I know how to fight. So now without all that, you're just a dude. And you're a dude like face down on the ground right now. Yeah. So back the fuck up. <laughs> like I said, I'm going to go save the world. And I mean, that's kind of every, the like, whole world turns to Batman. Like, you know, whenever this happens, they're like, oh God, what's Batman going to do to save us? Because he's fucking Batman. Yeah. He's there, been doing this for lo- years. Yeah. There's a lot of arcs that wind up going like that. The one that I read most recently was, uh. It was when New Fifty Two did the the re, the rebirth or whatever it was at that time. They had a J- Justice League of America, and you had your Justice League, and then all of a sudden this second Justice League shows up, and they all are kind of mirror images in a way, you know. And they have you know all like every range of superpowers you can that any of the Justice League had, and they wind up capturing all of the Justice League and assume Batman's dead. Well. You know, he winds up having to be the one to take care of everything. He figures out who they are, what their weakness is, and has the whole base <laughs> taken down in a matter of a couple of hours. You know, and it's everyone a, else is captured. Yeah, and they know they're like because they were looking around at everybody else that was that were that were captive, and he's like, "You're missing one," and they're like, "You know, the man, the mortal. Yeah, why do we need, why do we need to worry about him? He's he died in a plane crash." It was like. Did you see the body? You know, <laughs> yeah. And like that—that that one's a lot of fun. It's not—it's not a very long read. I think it was just like four or five issues, like the first branch of that new JLA. And just how it wound up ending up was—it 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 was fun to see, just because I hadn't read any of the new stuff yet. And and by the end of it, I was just sitting there like reading, pumping my fist, like yeah. I don't know if like when did the first Batman versus Superman happen, like in comics? Because I had a comic where it was like. One it was like Batman, and the other one had Superman. I think you could like put the two together, and it made like one image. That was way back. Yeah, I, I like eight, late eighties, nineties. But that might be something completely different. But it's not. Um, it's not brand new. Yeah, the whole idea. no, no, no. The concept's not brand new. I think to a lot of people that aren't comic book fans, it's brand new. Yeah, like people who don't actually keep up with comics, and, and, like, and, and you know they've never done a, anything like this movie wise. Yeah, you know, they, exactly. Everything's always standalone, or somebody makes a cameo. Yeah. I mean, honestly, think you know, like like you said, you're a big Marvel person. I I like Marvel. I'm not into the whole 
uh, you know, the internet culture where it's fanboy versus fanboy shit. Like, hey, or you got to do it like this verbatim, or you're yeah, fired. Yeah, no, I can't, no, tell, can't tell, stand yeah, in, adapt. Your oh own yeah, story. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm totally cool with but people without taking Marvel, their license. It's very likely we would have never seen this. Yeah. Not until you know I'm an old man, but. Marvel's forcing that hand because Marvel did things so well. That's what's so crazy about Marvel. Looks like, I you know you were big into Marvel, Drew, and like I I was, but it was like very specific things. Mm-hmm. I wasn't into like the the whole universe and things like that. I was it was X Men and Spider Man. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Everything else you knew about or you liked certain parts or like Fantastic Four. That's Marvel, right? Yeah, you know, I mean. But you got to look like before they made those movies, they sold a lot of the rights, didn't they? Yeah. Well, they're still. Because they were almost the rights are still. The the rights are still fragmented to an extent. Yeah, because before Iron Man came out, they were almost bankrupt. I think. Well, that's that's the story that I heard. Which we'll yeah, yeah, and we'll kind of because I there's some stuff about that that we'll get into, but uh, real quick, just because I found it, because I just think this is such a. This is such an awesome quote, and it's such it's it just tells you just just what kind of a badass Batman is. This We're leaning is, Batman, everyone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, I mean, I'm, I'm hey, I'll say it right now. I mean, I have my predictions, and it, and it actually isn't him. Yeah, but. yeah. I like Superman, but Superman to me is boring after a while because Superman is so perfect. Superman is so hard to write actual struggles for. To write I don't know, actual... man. The death of Superman, though. Well, I mean, yeah, but that yeah. was that was a that I mean, was one it's... stretch. That was one good stretch. Cool. Yeah. I can name ten good stretches of Batman. Yeah, but you know right. why I think that is probably is because these heroes that that we get, you know, we we get wrapped up with, you know, like, hey, man, that's that's awesome. I love these characters. They're only as good as their villains. And Superman doesn't sure. really have the range. I mean, he, he's, he's got, got Lex Luthor, Lu- Lex Luthor, Brainiac, and Doomsday. Those what do they like call the it? Like their Rogues Gallery? Yeah, the Rogues seen. Gallery. Yeah, yeah Dark you know? Side. And to me, that's why I probably never got as invested with Superman as I did Batman, is because Batman's got some badass ones, dude. But see, but Batman's also, villains, yeah. you know what I mean, the villain. But Batman. See, that's the thing about Batman too, though, is it's all fantastical, but you do look around and you see people like. Man, that person's kind of could be like Batman, like an actual person, because Batman doesn't have any superpowers. Mm-hmm. Batman just has he has he has human qualities. He has and some with his villains too. I would yeah. think. sure, yeah. sure, yeah. yeah. Um, but let me let me get this quote. Them. Let me get this quote. This is from Dark Knight Returns. Like this is basically right after Batman. Right. I know exactly. Basically, just handed his ass reading. to him, and Superman's just like, Duh. like just just gotten totally <laughs> hammered. And this is, it's perfect. This is it. You got to give it the voice, though. You gotta oh, like, I can, no, I can't, I can't. Do it, do uh, it. Maybe. <laughs> you got to give an impression of the Where voice. is he? <laughs> oh, fuck that laryngitis <laughs> shit. Now, come on. Who has the code? Like you mean it, like you mean it, Drew. Uh, okay, he's like, <clears throat> I need to get a little sick again. He's like, we could have changed the world. Now look at us. I've become a political liability, and you, you're a joke. I want you to remember, Clark. In all the years to come, in your most private moments, I want you to remember my hand at your throat. I want you to remember the one man who beat you. <laughs> Bitch! That's, <laughs> that's basically what he's like. <laughs> I mean, there, there, and scene. There, there's, a, there's a list of things that could happen in this movie that would, that would walk me out of the theater going, I'm really bummed I didn't see that. If that 
little segment is not in that movie. Yeah. My, my feelings will be fucking hurt. Yeah, that's part of the bar. Oh you, man, right? that's okay. like that's right there. It's just like if that line is delivered, you know what I'm like. You yeah. deliver. It doesn't have to be word for word. Yeah, but something those, to that effect. But just the vibe of where he's standing over him and he pulls him up from his suit eye to eye and tells him, "Gets him know, on that level." In your most yeah. private moments, I want you. To I want you this. to remember. Yeah, you know, like that. To me, I'm like that was where I was like, I'm sold. I'm sold. Yeah. And then as soon as they said, as soon as they said they're gonna do this movie, I'm like. We're getting it. We're getting it. We're getting it. <laughs> because when they announced the movie at, at Comic Con, that was actually what they read at the Comic Con to announce that oh, they're really? bringing this in. Yeah, they oh, had okay. the nice the guy that was the uh, he was the general, the black dude that's the general in Man of Steel. Got a good bellowing voice. He's like, "Well, I'm going to have him read. This is going to be to tell you who's being in the next movie." And uh, I can't think of his name right now, but he's got a, he's he's just, he's great voice actor too. And, oh, uh, from Man of Steel. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, you see him? Yeah. I think he was in Independence Day as well, maybe. God, I'm, I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, but, uh, but yeah, he read it on stage, and then he didn't even get halfway through it, and I was already just like, a, like I was shaking like a six-year-old. Just, I'm like, <laughs> no, we're getting it. Because leaving that theater, uh, watching Man of Steel, which was, people walked away with that with one of two feelings, you know, like how everything wound up going in the movie, and it was kind of controversial in its own way. I walked out and all I said that was really awesome. Could you imagine seeing Batman done? But yes, that guy. Yeah, it's a uh, Harry. Oh shit! Yeah, um, Harry Lennox. Yeah, I remember him from the Matrix. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, the Matrix uh, Reloaded mm -hmm. and Revolutions too. I think. Yeah. Yeah, but he he read He's that other stuff. But yeah. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, like just seeing it because I Zack Snyder. It, I, like I'm a fan of. Zack Snyder, because there's not a, another comic book movie director that's really, when when he's gone direct from subject matter or or you know whatever you want to call it, source material, he's made it look so good. Three Hundred, Watchmen. I mean that right there, the source material to screen, you feel like you're him. watching it. I've liked him since his first uh, movie he directed, Dawn, Dawn of the Dead. See, yeah, that I was looking through his. Uh, filmography the, today you know, I haven't seen that I agree with you guys all in, all the way until we get to Man of Steel but but I will say that Man of Steel is the best Superman movie that's been made I think I think I'm trying to think yeah Superman won but I can't watch that shit right now it's just too hokey man well we were talking about like, well, and it's not 1978 yeah you know I mean? yeah yeah so, like that and that that's what we were talking about earlier like what was the first comic book movie I think that's it yeah, I mean, what was before that? They, like you were saying, they. Okay, you know, yeah, that's probably yeah. Yeah, that that was, was Superman. That's probably yeah. the first. That is the first one I ever I, yeah. I I had seen. As far as like time, like you said, seventy eight. I mean, they put Marlon Brando and there's yeah, top billing like three yeah minutes, yeah tops like I mean, dude, the intro is like epic music. But dude, I think that's that. Remember, because see, I actually <laughs> thought Superman Returns was okay. <sighs> now here's why. Well, one of the reasons why I liked that it. Part, you know. That part, like I, the trailer, was so awesome for that because it had Marlon Brando talking. That okay, whole yeah. part that he had in the original Superman, repeating it. But here's why I like Superman: the Superman Returns. They made, well, Kevin Spacey. I thought was a great Lex, Lex Luthor. I thought, um, movie wise. Probably the best. I wouldn't put him over. Oh, I well, would, Gene I would Hackman's put, really good. Dude, I wouldn't too, put Gene Hackman over. Kevin I mean, Spacey. you're fishing in a barrel, though, dude. I, yeah. it, it's like, I mean, the the movies that had come out to that point, 
it's like I mean, I, Superman Re- Superman Returns for me I'm, I made people watch it with me just for the airplane scene yeah yeah you know yeah. I'm like that I was like oh you know like that's awesome but yeah. Smallville was out at the time yeah, I never understood. You could really pull more from Smallville. Yeah, I never understood why they put that movie. why they didn't use the Smallville people. I mean, it from what I've heard, a lot of people think that the guy who played Lex Luthor in that was incredible. Michael He's Rosenbaum. my favorite. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. out of now, any see, adaptation yeah, so far, as far as like total crop, like anything, yeah, Michael Rosenbaum. Yeah. You got I mean, that's saying if you condense all his good shit across that great span of time of your CW down your throat cheesy bullshit. Yeah. You know, like, like <laughs> his, so his moments, like he yeah. has, uh, there was one episode where, you know, he flat out comes out, it's like some kind of, not dream sequence, but something was going on, alternate world. Like he's full on like, like He's Luke, full yeah. on and you're like, oh my God. I want to see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he's just like, that's right. I am the villain of the story. And oh, he's holding God. a gun with a kryptonite bullet in it. And yeah. you're just like, holy shit, got real. You know, that was that was the best that I've seen so far. And I wasn't big at all on the on the Jesse Eisenberg because I picture something different. Yeah, but you know what? Surprise me. I'm not gonna yeah, I just I'm don't buy me. like I mean what's he gonna do? Like like take over the world of Facebook? I just don't <laughs> yeah, I mean I just yeah. don't see it. Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> but you know he, really I, I I'm with you on that, but we'll see. We'll I'm, see. I'm giving the room we'll for to prove me wrong. Honestly, yeah, the doubt. I've, I've shot shit out of the sky before. It was way too soon, and sure. like I won't do it anymore. But they made it so damn hard out the gate with this movie. I know. You know, like oh, like Batman. I was like, tell me you're going after Josh Brolin. Tell me you're going after Josh Brolin. That's who I wanted. Yeah, that would have been. And then I they go, oh that. well, no. Here's Ben Affleck, and I was just like, oh. Yeah, no, I, I heard Ben Affleck, and I was like, "Oh God!" But the second I saw that, the uh, second and... I saw him in the suit, I was like, my, "Here's my fucking money." Yeah, Take I was like, money. "Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think he's gonna pull it off." Um, but again, Superman Returns. I'm not saying it was a great movie. I didn't hate it. A lot of people seem to hate it, and I didn't hate it because what I appreciated about it, at least, and I'm no fan of Brian Singer. I think Brian Singer fucking ruined the X Men. I, I hate those movies. Yeah, Every single one of them I hate. Yeah. Good God. Um, is that Superman Returns was it it didn't it didn't seem to have a problem being a slow, deliberate, oft sometimes boring story. That fits with Superman because it's, Superman is just it's like unless you movies, have Doomsday, Darkseed, Brainiac, it's going to be boring. It's and it's like some of these newer movies, like it basically remade one of the old ones, played it safe, and oh, but it is what I it think, is. I think like I'll watch it again. Yeah, it's by no means in my favorite Superman movie, but it had so many things about it that I walked away with like, why didn't I just watch the Christopher Reeve one again? Exactly because yeah, they that's went, fair. they they tried. It was it was pretty much a sequel. In that chain, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they use the music. I think it's supposed. To, they literally said it yeah, takes place yeah, it between Superman. That's one why and he two. returns is because he'd already done four movies of bullshit on Earth, and in between them, and, yeah. and there. And, and like we said, there's lots that I drew from that movie. I was like, you know, I, I I enjoyed it. I'll watch it again. But when I go to categorize things, that fucking thing doesn't hit the top ten. No, you know what I mean <laughs> of of superhero movies. Oh it's, God, no! Oh God, you no. know, and no. and Lex. I would, when I saw Kevin Spacey was going to be Lex, given we're in the midst of Michael Rosenbaum's uh, and you know his portrayal, I'm like, you know, maybe they're going to go this route where he's, you know, that twelfth level in- intellect, and he's, you know, he's he's ruthless, but he puts on a different face. 
you know, like maybe we'll see some of this. But no, we went the Gene Hackman campy route. And I felt sure, I sure. felt that it was I, I just didn't it's Kevin Spacey, man. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. can you not like, you know dig what sucks into about this? Him? It's like the whole rest of the story. It's like, oh, all the good shit's already happened. He was in jail. He just got busted out. And it's like, he's already been bad left for so yeah. long. You get him after the fact. Yeah. It's just, and I was like, man, it was kind of like, like you said, it's, yeah. this is Kevin Spacey. They should have just wiped the slate clean. Yeah. And done I love Kevin Spacey. Oh, God, yeah. You know, and I was just like, oh, this is going to be good. But I walked away from it. Being like, well, the airplane scene was really badass. Yeah, yeah, and I guess I get see because Man of Steel, I was like, I kind of I walked away from Man of Steel the same way I did Superman Returns. As there were parts that I thought were cool, and there were parts that I thought drug a lot, and uh, it's you know it's about how normal how a Superman movie is usually going to be for me. Man of Steel like an alien movie. Yeah, and but see, Man of Steel, you know, Russell Crowe was in that movie way too much. Sorry. His, he all of a sudden became like a main character, and I'm like, he wasn't a lot more than I thought he was. You're be. dead. You're dead, yeah. man. Just, but I didn't. I didn't he was essentially much. the Fortress of Solitude. He was like, yeah. He was but then the fort, but then it went mobile. And, it's like now I, I get what you're saying. And I was just kind of like, eh. But now Man of Steel had the best Superman fights. It lasted like thirty fucking minutes. Yeah, too. yeah. <laughs> and I mean, again, I, and I think Henry Cavill's a fine Superman. Uh, I got no problems with him. Uh, so yeah, I. I'm not hating on Superman movies. I'm just saying for me, they're, they're no any Superman movie, even Christopher Reeve, whatever, they're nowhere near my yeah. favorite superhero movies. I, I do think that I, I, I'm a little bit more forgiving with Superman because I did, I guess you could say, suffer through 10 seasons of Smallville. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's just like you get, you get a little bit more connection to the character, and it's not the best show that was out. I mean, the CW shows that are out now. There's three words he used to describe... Small. Oh yeah, it was uh, just the tip. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you get all this, you get all the good stuff. Like they dance with it, you know. And, but by the end, you're ten years later, you hurt. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure, just, sure. But and then um, going into it, like I mean, no, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, no, I just, you know, I, I get you, and uh, like actually, you know, I'm enjoying a CW show right now, Supernatural. I'm yeah. watching the shit out of that. It's you're right. It's yeah. CW. It's it's it has, a soap opera for dudes. It yeah, really is, but it it's it's really cheese. good though. I mean, I yeah. <laughs> but it is a lot of schlock, a lot of cheese. Yeah, it has this level of cheese which you're willing to accept as long as it feeds you the Because there's lots of too, blood yeah. and gore and yeah. hot chicks as well, badass cars, funny characters, good lines. It's I get what you're saying, and maybe, you know, honestly, I probably need to give uh Smallville a chance. I never really watched it. So I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. Um, but you gotta have somebody go through and just pick you out some episodes from every season. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to put you through cause like freak of the week is a running thing in there. And like their freak of the weeks are really strugglers to get through, but the, the good yeah. stuff, the good stuff in that is as good as, you know, as good as a, any superhero TV show is, you know, like the La Veritas stuff and, uh, when certain villains show up, it just, you never, you never get Superman. You never, you never really get him. Yeah, you, know, you kind so, of see him at that last episode. Yeah, that last episode, and then that and a couple clips before where they. But you have don't a, really no, see. No, no, you don't. You know, but and then you go in, uh, basically fresh off of that whole thing being over. You go in, you get to see Man of Steel, and it's this new adaptation. It's brought into a modern world, and it makes. They tried to make it to where, if this were real life type thing, you sure. know what I mean. I yeah. think that's how they're going to carry it throughout this entire universe, which. 
is what's different from Marvel. And I think that's why I, I connect to DC more is because it is a little bit darker. It is a little bit more serious tone. And I mean, going back through history, they had always done it first anyway. Justice League was yeah. first. And then they made they made the Avengers. I th- I think. Yeah. I mean, I'm mean, sure, but I don't want to like go that, off and, and say that's that. That's kind of why. Well, I, I don't. That's why I never really got into Avengers. Like, I like the movies, you know, mm-hmm. but like, I don't know. They're just they don't they don't they don't. I think the Avengers they don't hold the same honestly, gravitas as like you get all these badasses for the Justice League mm-hmm. together. I think that, the, that's also a personal connection too. Uh, though. That too, yeah. You know, because like you Spider Man, you throw Spider Man in the mix. And there's this whole other I realm of people. changing my yeah yeah yeah. I mean, because like I, I was never a Spider-Man guy. I've seen all I've seen all the movies. Yeah, you know some of the cartoons here and there, but he's he's not my guy. Mm-hmm. You know, it, but I am excited to see him because it's it's all with all these other guys we've and spent the last decade before, getting yeah. to know. You know, and I and I had a short conversation with you about this is that Marvel did it so well, and they did everything from the bottom up. And that's what kind of scares me about this uh, DC Extended Universe is that they're going from top down. Yeah. They're showing you pretty much the big dogs out the front and then trying to build the individual storylines off of that, off of the mothership, so to say. But... They yeah. started with Iron Man. Yeah, right? started Marvel. with Iron Man. They fed you a Hulk. Are they related? We're not sure. You know, the, oh, here's a <laughs> Thor. And <Yeah>. then, <laughs> bam, here's a movie with all of them and completely... And that that's one of my favorite comic book movies because it was like, it's the first time you get to see all this happen on one screen. It's all these characters that had their own individual movies. And I, it made it special for me. Yeah, and I mean, <clears throat> if the X-Men movies hadn't been just so bad, we would have already had that. Because you would already had the X Men. Yeah, but the X Men is kind of its own thing, though. Like, yeah, there's only they're, one, maybe even two. in the universe, it's very well. Yeah, off and sometimes. there's really only one or two characters you could build an individual franchise off yeah. of. Uh, which, yeah. I mean, but if you came to me before all this all started and said, "Hey, we're gonna do two, three movies of Thor," what do you think? I'm gonna be like, "Are you out of your fucking mind?" <laughs> like the dude's got a rainbow road. You know what I mean? Like, how are you gonna make this believable for me? <laughs> yeah, who gives a shit? But then yeah. they do. They do it, and they do it. You know, well. Like I enjoyed all the Thor movies. I've I've heard yeah. you guys do. Ta- I've heard you guys talk about them on here. That you know, there's some skepticism. I get that. You know, all in all, I, I like the movie. Yeah, I was entertained. I am entertained. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Well, see, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna I, okay until like you had. Well, forget forget about Superman in the in the seventies and the eighties. You had that, and then you kind of you had these really crappy like like never speak of these Spider Man and Captain America movies in the eighties. There was a Fantastic Four. Yeah, the Fantastic, uh, which was yeah. made just so the studio could retain the rights. They had to make a movie. Yeah, and then you had the I think it was Roger Corman's like yeah. essentially it's it's bad. Fantastic Four, and I hear it's actually better than the ones they made with like Jessica Alba and. Uh, Chickless and all that. I mean, that's. <clears throat> I've heard because it's endearing, it's so bad. There were okay. some awards for that movie. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're called Raspberries. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, that was. Um, yeah. Um, so, you had this sort of period where you had nothing really of of that was to be taken seriously, and then Batman dropped with Michael Keaton, who I still say the best Batman until on proven otherwise. Yeah, Michael Keaton just knocked it out of the park. Because nobody has played him, in my opinion, like the the Batman that's like kind of 
sometimes not all the time but sometimes on the on the on the edge like you want to get nuts yeah you want to get fucking nuts yeah i could easily go over the edge i could easily be the joker like we're two sides of the same coin. He read to be the Joker, if I uh, if I read I think right. You're I think right. he auditioned to be really? the Joker, and they're like, you know what? Because you got to think that's what Michael. Ke- any movie he's in, he has that freak out. He played the yeah. He played the Joker. He has that he dark edge. Suit and yeah. lived on a fucking model house. You know what I mean? No, nah. like Beetlejuice and shit. Oh yeah, so. Be- oh god, Beetlejuice, man. That, that, I'm talking about like a movie. scene where he's like he's normal, and then he just he's just yeah, so yeah, and he just loses it, and then it's <laughs> it's over. And then you know, next scene, she but... touched my peppy, Steve. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that's a great movie though, Batman. I mean, yeah. Jack Nicholson was great. Uh, Michael Keaton was great. The movie itself was great. Um, then you get Batman Returns, which. I, I personally like it, but like looking at I it, like I don't you know, hate uh, it. I think that it's weird and stylized. Tim Burton, as yeah, a went, Tim Burton movie yeah, is, yeah. and Batman fits with that. It's just it's, it went a little over the edge there. With yeah, it's it's it went a little bit the out crazy there. maniacal. But that's things. fine. That's fine. I don't yeah, yeah. think that's you know whatever. All in all, I loved it when I was a kid. Then all the other Batman movies after that, Joel were Schumacher, bad. man. Just bad. They're the reason we have all these dark, dark movies now in oh, DC. Yeah. Like I, I made a joke with him not too long ago. He's like, "Well, a lot of people get upset. You know, Marvel's got jokes. They're funny movies." I'm like, "Would you want to be funny either? You know, it, yeah. it, after after you know, <laughs> Batman had a credit card, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Don't leave home card. without it. He my did Batman Mastercard card commercial. The yeah. Ice Age. Don't yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're done, dude. You're done. Yeah. Just cash out. Get um, what you got and go. And so you had that stretch where it's just superhero movies were a joke. Mm-hmm. And honestly, as much as I like Batman, and as much as you know, I thought Batman Returns was okay. I thought the best superhero movie of the '90s was Blade, the first Blade, because that one that might be 2000 technically. No, I'm like, pretty sure it's late '90s. Late you're 90s. right. Yeah, I think you're right. We'll check. 98, something like that. Yeah, but um, that movie, first of all, perfect casting. Wesley Snipes is fucking Blade. Yeah. It, it just, that just, from 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 Jump Street, that worked. I watched that the other day. Was, I, um, I still need to. I and it... It was the first, it was R-rated. I think I saw something brought it up because it was like the I first R-rated so. one. Yeah, it was yeah. R-rated. Yeah, it was R- uh, 98. Yeah, after 1998. Dead, after Deadpool, like they were like, oh, R-rated everything. Yeah, yeah. It was like, no, yeah. Which, that's a whole discussion on its own yeah. that I'm not necessarily for. I think it's neat, but... I, I don't think you need to make everything R-rated. No, because yeah. you have to, it's... Who's buying the fucking toys? Who's spending the money sure. on this shit? You want to you want to return on your investment, and in order to do that, you have to make it accessible to more ages to get your budgets to get yeah. your turnaround. And you know, not the fact that it was just R rated, but the budget for that movie was kind of like middle of the road. They didn't really. I don't think they really expected it. To no, be I don't much, think so. so either. I think Ryan, like sheer determination on Ryan's, Ryan Reynolds' part, is what like got that movie made and made it a success. Yeah, and fucking Bravo, and yeah. it fit, and it fits him perfectly. Yeah. And I think, but see, like you said, with R-rated movies, I think it only makes sense thematically with certain properties. Blade, R-rated makes yeah. sense. Deadpool, R-rated makes sense. Somebody else I can Superman? think of. Superman? Yeah. Probably not. No. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Batman? Batman was R. He's, Batman, the first Batman, Batman was R. Mm. 
Yeah, I think it was PG thirteen. Nah, PG thirteen, dude. Yeah, you guys, different, man. different. You're time. going against the master here. You guys want to bet money <laughs> yeah. on this? We'll accept the I'll even go further and say Batman Returns was R as well. Nah. Dude, okay. Well, you so. just do that, and I'll I'll hold on to my my uh, McDonald's Happy Meals toys from back in the day. <laughs> and... Dude, I went I went to Batman Returns. I, I wore yeah, the so VHS out dude. alone. <laughs> is my point. I wore the VHS out in in, in the VCR. <laughs> Oh shit! My mom bought a rewind. It might have been PG thirteen. Yeah, it's a different time, man. It's... You're not telling us any news. No, this is this no. is news to you. Hey, you guys thought Blade came out in the two thousands back? <laughs> don't, hey, don't, you're kind of going through the nineties. Okay, but uh, what I was gonna say, another property, Wolverine. I think could have an R rated movie. It could. could Batman yeah. could have an R rated movie, in my opinion. It, it very. Well it doesn't could. have to be an R rated movie with like dick and fart jokes. I'm saying it could be an R rated movie with it's hyper violence. In a Batman movie would make sense to me because Batman is, it's in Gotham fucking city. And Arkham Asylum, any of that kind of stuff. Yeah, dude, the Joker. I mean, hell, just imagine if they took the killing joke and made it into a movie. You're going to have to have a scene Are they where, doing that? Animated movie. It's animated art. Yeah. Well, you're going to have to have a scene where, uh, uh, was it Barbara Gordon gets shot and paralyzed, stripped naked, and videotaped and basically shown to her dad to try and break him mm-hmm. a la they took that trope for harvey dent in the dark night uh the dark night they took that whole thing like turning a good man bad mm-hmm. that and that was done in the killing joke it was the joker doing it to commissioner gordon trying to to prove to batman that any good person can have a bad day and become like me the joker and it was commissioner gordon that they were trying to do it to well in the dark night they did it to harvey dent yeah so that's something, you know, they pulled that to, you know, from the movie. They didn't take the killing joke necessarily and make it a movie, but they took the, a, a, a central theme of it and put it into a Batman movie. But, like, I mean, hell, what was The Dark Knight? Was, was any of the – was The Dark Knight? I don't think those were R or anything, but, God, man. No. No, The Killing Joke, the animated feature, uh, they brought back Kevin Conroy, who's the guy from the animated series. Bat- Batman. Mark Hamill's Hamill. coming yeah. back. And it's rated R. I've already, See, there you I've already go. read into it. So I think Batman could be rated R easily. Um, but like you said, a Superman movie rated R? I don't know. See, I don't think so. I don't think it would you're work. You're going through stuff in, in the 90s. I don't know if I talked to you, Ryan, about this the other, you know, a few weeks back. But like, I watched that Superman Lives documentary. Yeah, I saw that too. Like That was just insane. Like Not, not, not like what they were going to do with the movie, but like how this producer went about trying to like, hey, I... I don't make, I don't care shit. You're talking about, Drew, you're talking about like source content and how like some of these newer movies have taken things from different comic books and story arcs. And this guy's just like, you know, I just want to make a great movie, it seems like. That part where he's like, okay, Superman's in the Fortress of Solitude and... Are you talking uh, about Kevin Smith? Like Kevin Smith like did a treatment? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. And he's talking with Kevin Smith because he wrote, wrote like the initial script and he's like, okay, read it to me. And uh, literally read it. To yeah, me. and he's like, what am I gonna fucking tuck you into bed <laughs> yeah. you know, like, when I'm done? <laughs> but he's like, you know, Superman's in the Fortress of Solitude, and Brainiac's walking up. Well, he needs to do something. So let's have him kill one of Superman's guards. Yeah. And he's like, well, it's the Fortress of Solitude, and it's fucking Superman. Why does he need guards? You know, he's up there alone. Yeah, and he's like, well, okay, well, let's use polar bears. Yeah. And he's like, okay, and it's just like. Like he that wanted, right like, there is he wanted like a giant suck. spider, in yeah. The, and that's and you know and you know why? Because 
Spiders are one of the most, uh, you know, vicious creatures in the animal kingdom. Yeah. Polar bears are one of the most vicious creatures. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I think this guy that, that you're like, talking about was a hairdresser. Yeah, he was yes. Barbara Streisand's yes. hairdresser. And then he's the guy that went on to make Wild Wild West. Yeah. And guess what was in Wild Wild West? That yeah. A giant fire. mechanical spider. Yeah. So I was just like, you know, that right there is like how you end up pissing people off. Not that that movie couldn't have been cool. I don't personally think I would have liked it with Nicolas Cage. And then, you know, it kind of shows them making this suit. It could have had a lot of cool visuals. You it know could what I mean? It, like, there's you, a lot of movies that, that you'll watch just because, hey, it might look cool. Gods of Egypt, anybody? Yeah. Like, they, yeah. It might look cool, but you're not going it's to not it going to, draw to actually be good from yes. it. And thank God the movie never got made. And weren't they going to use, like, The Death of Superman? That was kind of the basis yeah. of, like, and I'm like, how do you get all of that bullshit you just created out of The Death of Superman? Like, none of that's in The Death of Superman. Yeah. It was, it was it's it's people it's it's people making the movies who don't appreciate the source material. Yeah, and, and going back to like fanboys, like it's not that you have to be verbatim, you know, it has to be like this, but it's like that's not even in the bar. Wasn't there even a financial crisis with the property of uh, Superman at that time? Which I think that's that how ex- he. Yeah, I think yeah, that's how he ended up with the rights. He was like, yeah, real quick before I forget, like, I got the rights. You want to talk about a Superman freak? Uh, Nicholas Cage. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. His yeah. son is named Kal El. I mean, you almost want. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Yeah, that, I know. I, yeah. I mean, you almost want to let him do something. Yeah. Yeah. No, let like, him be an extra. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, dude. You can't be super. I'm sorry. You I, no. just. And, it was and I'm no Tim Nick Burton, Cage. You know, I just, I'm no I was, Nick Cage hater. I'm just saying you can't be Superman, dude. Dude, I love Conair. Look you know what, what it, I mean? yeah, yeah. yeah. That accent was legit. <laughs> look, look, look what happened when we let you be Ghost Rider. That's I did try to watch like, Face Off the other day, and I was just like, "Oh, oh God, you shouldn't! Have, you shouldn't! Have I tried can't that. do it." I, I like Face Off I, for whatever I reason. I did too, and then I tried to rewatch it, and I was like, "So oh, just don't go back." How can you, yeah. if this wasn't your garage, I would tell you to get out. How do you? <laughs> how do you? How do you like Face Off? Dude, anytime John Travolta's a bad guy, I'm interested, and I, I don't have any good reasoning <laughs> behind it, but. Fair enough. I All like right. John Travolta. As John a Travolta bad guy. does have the best line in that whole movie. Whenever he's like, I think he finally gets back to like. Uh, Nicholas Cage's house, you know, his oh, normal is, is family life, and he like kind of, like kind of, I don't know, just kind of shakes the day off, and he kind of sits down, and he's like, "I am the king," and just kind of <laughs> sits back in his chair, and I'm like, and like his daughter comes in, and he's like, "You want a cigarette?" You know, and she's yeah. just like, "Okay, who are you? <laughs> like, what happened to you, Dad? Yeah. You got cool." Uh, but yeah, so let's not talk about that fucking movie. <laughs> shit. Uh, let's see. So we've kind of gone through the '90s a bit. Um, I don't think there's really any any other movies there that were, are even worth talking about that I can think of. You have the Spider-Man movies and the X-Men movies, which in my opinion were all bad. Didn't care for any of them. Parts of Spider-Man 2 I thought were not bad. That's thought, my favorite one. thought they nailed Doc Ock. Oh, yeah. Um, X-Men movies. The X-Men movies, I thought they had bits of good casting. Like, see, here's 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 something I'm curious about. I could never stand Ian McKellen as Magneto. And here's why. Ian McKellen's a great actor. No, yeah. Magneto is not an octogenarian. Professor X isn't as old as he is in those movies either. Yeah. But Patrick Stewart looks so much like him anyway. And he does just have to, you know, be in a wheelchair. It's not like he's having to get up there and fight. But if you look at the comics... Magneto was a swole motherfucker, dude. Yeah. Magneto would like get down and like box some people. 
Now, he didn't necessarily have to a lot. They all were, though. Really. Well, I mean, Magneto was... Dude, that dude was He was, was imposing. Huge. Yeah. And I'm sorry, Ian McKellen, as much as I'm like, you're a great actor. made purple look good, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, look at, the, look at the opposite of the spectrum. we got Michael Fassbender as him now. Which at least Michael... That's a lot better. Yeah, but yeah. And, and, and I think, uh, what's uh, McAvoy? Is, uh, what's his first... I can't remember think of his first name. Roy? Probably James. Yeah, McAvoy. James, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, he's, as, as Professor X, is good. I thought the X-Men First Class movie... Not bad. You know I really cra- enjoyed it. You know what's I, crazy about that whole arc of X-Men movies is I think it's the newest one. Is that what Days of Future Past? That's the last one that came out. Last yeah. one? The very Is that the one where it's like the very end of it, Wolverine kind of wakes up and he's been in that alternate timeline? Yeah. They get a, they get the whole series gets a mulligan in a way. He, yeah. Well, what's crazy about that is he wakes up and he's in the, you know, the X-Men Academy, what, Xavier Academy. And that little, gifted, that little final scene right there, I'm like, that right there is what I wanted out of any of those movies. Yeah. That little five-minute part where Beast is there. Hey, Storm. You know, they're yeah. going to teach class. Somebody get called. We've got a fucking crisis. And they take off in their fucking, you know, their X-Wing. Yeah. That right there could have been their any X-wing. of the other. Whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> I think it's the Blackbird, but yeah. The Blackbird. Might as well have the X-Wing. It could have been, been so good, dude. But we get like, how many movies? Three. Three. Bro- three. three the Prior third one is just laughably bad. Oh, God, bad. it was like what, so what fucking horrible. Just was as that? a film, not just... The third one's the one where Professor X dies, uh, Cyclops dies, everybody dies. Oh, okay, the Phoenix and, one. Phoenix yeah, Wolverine one, okay. has to yeah. kill Jean Grey at the end. And yeah. it's just... You're like, hey, we finally added Beast. There's and again, Beast in here. I like... The only thing I liked about those movies is you got to see certain characters in action. And I think still think one of the coolest like superhero movie moments... Was, and that's out of all of them, was Nightcrawler in the White House. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh I mean, I saw that and I was like, oh, this is so cool. That's yeah. the intro. Yeah. yeah. The movie. And, and holy yeah. shit, yes. And at that point, you could have gone to the bathroom, got your candies, and left. Yeah. Like, because then it was, like, that's really all you were really going to get from that movie. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. I think, uh, like, I, I Hugh Jackman's fine. He he's He's a good Wolverine. However, I never thought... How many of those movies were there? Well, and those were all bad too. Yeah. Um, Hugh Jackman, in my opinion, if I'm a purist, Hugh Jackman is way too tall of a person to be. Like it's like whenever Tom Cruise played Jack Reacher. Okay. I, if you read any of the books, movie. Jack Reacher's six foot five, about two fifty, and Tom you know, Cruise is like five. Tom three. Cruise is five foot five. <laughs> you know, buck eighty, and yeah, I'm like so now wrapped in a rug. And yeah, and now Tom Cruise played the character great, but he never had the physical presence that Jack Reacher has. It was it's almost the reverse for Wolverine. Wolverine is probably about five foot six, 180, 85 pounds of just pure muscle and fury. And Hugh Jackman's like six foot four. And I just kind of was like, man, Wolverine's always like this kind of They went to Dan- Glenn Danzig first. Really? If I if I remember okay. correctly, they went wow. to Glenn Danzig. That would have been fucking interesting. Would it though? I mean, like, I don't know. Yeah. It, like, as long as he doesn't talk. Yeah. You know, I think. <laughs> In my opinion, you know who Wolverine's I thought Wolverine's not known for a lot of, but it's like you got to watch like, a movie with him, like Bob you know? and Mother. In his prime, <laughs> in his prime, I thought the best person for that part would have been Gary Sinise. In his prime, in the '90s when they were making that, Gary Sinise. Looked the part, had the stature, everything. Lieutenant Dan. Yep, so Lieutenant what, who, Dan. So what, who playing Wolverine? <laughs> Wolverine. Just get a get put bulk up a little bit, put on some muscle, 
you know, like okay. any of these actors do. And he his face really and everything. Thought about Lieutenant Dan as being Wolverine, but all right. Just imagine him with some chops, some crazy hair. Anyway, but a silent disagreement. But we'll yeah, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, but anyway, I thought all of those movies were just—I just couldn't stand them. Uh, Spider-Man as well. Not really until I don't. Which came first? Was it Batman Begins or Iron Man? Batman Begins. Batman Begins. And I thought that started off this newest wave that we have. Really, I had to I, even as big of a Batman fan as I am. I had to be convinced to go to that movie, just because I'm like, it's different. Well, no, not even that. It's different. It's just like we just we just went through this. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I don't I don't want to see one of my favorite parts of my childhood butchered again. Yeah. You know, because and to go back even further, the '89 movie for me was kind of like a revamp because. I, I I grew up, I was like five, six years old, and the only Batman I really knew was from one comic book, and then I used to watch with my little brother and my the cousin show. the Adam West show, yeah. hence yeah. the shirt I'm wearing yeah. today. I mean, that was my Batman for a long time, and then Burton brought out that, so it was like this whole like, oh, everything's awesome again, and then you suffer through some of that, and then this, when it came out, I was really, really skeptical, and still have a lot of reservations about... The, they are the best comic book movies that that I I think you know what I mean. Like as for overall quality of movie storytelling, uh, just the way it carries you through a series, I, I love it. But, and there's three of them. Yeah, but yeah, no superhero has the trilogy that Batman has. In right. My All that being said, I hate the way he was played. I hate the way he was portrayed, and it's it's not Batman to me. Okay. I, but I enjoyed fair. it. I loved it. And. and Everybody's afraid to really call out that movie and any of those movies and say, that's not really Batman. You know, this is this is a Bruce Wayne movie and there's no there's no detective work. He's not really like he can't go into a room and clear it. You know what I mean? He's it, it, I just didn't like the way it looked. It was it was too hyper real realistic in a way. And then when I saw the saw this trailer for the new one coming out and I sent it to you and I was like, this is all I've waited for yeah. this whole time. The way that, the way that everything was in the comics, the video games is just like, Oh, you know, but I, I love the Nolan movies, but it's just like the way that Batman is. It was really hard for me. to. It was follow. a different take on Batman for sure. It was like, if this, if all three, if all three of those movies were year one, okay, I can buy that. Yeah. But you know, he retired, not really doing anything different than he did in the first movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I agree, and I, but I, and I think because I liked Iron Man a lot. I thought Iron Man was great. But I mean, gun to your head, what was going on in Iron Man three? Like, I don't, I don't know, and I, I don't care. Yeah, exactly. I, I didn't like it. I didn't like Iron Man two either. And see, here's the thing. I, I see, fell asleep around. See, here's here's I'll put it to you like this. Like just going through them, um, I didn't like Iron Man two or three. Didn't like Thor one and two. Didn't like Captain America one. But I think some of the I think some of the best is the Hulk movie with Edward Norton. I thought uh, you said you didn't like that on a previous episode. Oh no, with Edward no, Norton. No, he was talking about Thor. You oh okay. Oh okay, Thor, okay. yeah, no Thor. Don't like. I, I was bringing, I was coming with that. I was like, why didn't you like that movie? Oh no, no, no. I love <laughs> the, the, the the Hulk with Edward Norton. Mm -hmm. Good shit. I liked it. It was perfect. Uh, it's unfortunate that he. It's couldn't... hard to convince people to watch that one too. That's a great movie, man. It's probably sadly, out of the three they attempted, the best one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's the best Hulk movie for sure. Uh, better than that, the Eric Bana one, the Ang Lee directed one in yeah. the early 2000s. 
uh, which I understand where he was trying to go with that, but it was like, dude, it's the Hulk, dude. Don't try to get like, don't get artsy fartsy on us with the Hulk. Yeah, and they changed a lot of the story. Like, it's same thing. You're like, why are you fucking with something that works? I think it was still yeah. the whole property ownership thing. It was probably, done, it was, uh, probably you, uh, it was a different crazy. studio, maybe. Well, that's why, like in the Avengers, uh, you have like in the actual comics, it's Magneto's daughter, but you can't say that's Magneto's daughter because. Yeah, somebody else owns X Men. Well, yeah, it's the they difference don't... between Disney owns Marvel, owns Marvel, except and it's 20th Fox. Century Fox yeah. owns the X Men. Exactly, but they also own Spider Man. Yeah, Spider Man's kind of on loan. To isn't Sony doing all that now? Sony, or Sony? I mean, Sony. Yeah. I'm sorry, Sony. He's kind of on loan. It's some weird agreement or partnership to be in this Captain America movie. Which have you seen the latest trailer for? Uh, Civil War. I think so. Spider-Man's Probably. in it. He's in the very yes, end yes, I have seen that. Um, Under rules. Yeah. So you have these weird relationships where, yeah, you're, you're not gonna. Unfortunately, you're. I mean, it would be so cool to have you know Wolverine pop up. Wolverine was part of the Avengers for a minute. Mm-hmm. He was there at a certain point in time. He was on yeah. the Avengers, and yeah. I don't think it was long lived. But uh, or you also had the X Men and Avengers fought. They fought in multiple comic books, so you want to talk about like, oh, Batman, Superman, oh, this this is gonna be an awesome mashup. Imagine if they had a fucking movie with the X Men and the Avengers in it. And they had, I think, the books, the uh, what is it, the Infinity Gauntlet. I think oh yeah, that, series, which I, I think, think that's I think what the Avengers is leading to. Yeah, yeah. I, think I think that's it, what they're leading to. Pretty much that entire Marvel universe. Oh yeah, it takes all of them, but yep. Which you're, we're never gonna get it like that. No, we we won't. If I but if I had to put it like what I think the best superhero movies are that they've put out. Marvel, let's say Marvel, is Captain America Winter Soldier and Guardians of the Galaxy. I loved Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. Hard, it's hard to say that that's not my favorite out of them all. It's I was so, so shocked so that they fun. didn't think that... One, they didn't think that movie was going to do very well, and then they like released it as like end of August. So it was in that slate where it's like, yeah, we got to put this movie out, but it's not going to be a blockbuster. Yeah. But you got to think they, who's they in it. They did a good amount of marketing behind it, though. So, but who's yeah. in that movie? Um, Who's the star power? When that movie came out, who was the star power? Yeah, it wasn't any. Chris Pratt wasn't a name yet. No. That's what made Chris Pratt a name. Yeah, so, I didn't, but I didn't even know he was even in. Merle. Merle, Merle. was in it. <laughs> yeah, Michael Rooker. Yeah. 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 I mean, you had, uh, what's that, uh, John C. Riley was in it. You had Glenn Close was in it. That's all I But they were all cameo parts. Benicio like Del Toro. They walk in and they're like, who the hell are these guys? And they're like, call themselves the Guardians the guys. Like, what a bunch Ooga of assholes. Chuck. And that was it. Yeah. Well, okay, so, I mean, I, I've got, I, I think as far as superhero movies go, I think there's a lot of hits and miss, misses, but I think these last, like, 12 years, let's say, have been the best stretch for superhero movies because you've had a lot of really well done, like, before that I thought you had a couple of early good Batman movies, Blade was a high point for me, and then you had a bunch of shitty Batman movies, a bunch of shitty Spider-Man movies, a bunch of shitty Fantastic Four movies, and then the dark, and then uh, Batman Begins dropped, and that started, in my opinion, what gave us Iron Man. I think Iron Man needs to look to Batman Begins to say that's they showed that hey, not only can you make a superhero movie, it can be critically acclaimed, and there there you had it. And I think that's where you get like I don't even the Avengers is okay. I watched the Avengers the first time and I was like, this is cool. 
And I tried to watch it again, and I was like, eh, I'd rather just watch one I of I think their... the first one's great, kind of like for the reason you were talking about, like, wow, it's the it first, was, yeah, the first yeah. time something like this has happened. But, like, I watched the second one. Good movie, but I, yeah, could, just... I could never watch it again either and, yeah. and, and feel totally and, fine. I mean, and it makes you worry going in further down that, now that they've kind of – they keep prolonging this kind of – I guess you want to call it an end game for this Marvel Cinematic Universe with, you know, the Thanos and all that stuff. It's just kind of like in the next Avengers movie that there is, they're already showing you that the Avengers core group is changing. Are you still going to be able to draw the amount of interest on a different core group now? Yeah. Because in that new core group at the end of uh, Age of Ultron, there's no Thor. There's no There's no uh, Tony Stark. You know, like, are you going to be able to draw people in on Vision and uh, Scarlet Witch? Well, that's something Falcon? you've talked about, too, before is just... Uh... You know, you know how big comic book movies are now. <laughs> the fatigue. The fatigue of it. Yeah, sure. uh, I, I. And that's before this DC is trying to obviously. Yeah, they're trying to get going, kind of the same way Marvel did. This hasn't technically happened yet. Yeah, I mean, it, it it may have, and we just don't realize it yet. Like, it really depends on how these first couple of movies go. I think for DC, what they have on their slate coming up to really kind of gauge. Because, like I said earlier, they're doing everything top down, yeah. so their their biggest their biggest draw is going to be these next three movies, probably. Which I think, though, it's going to be you're going to have this first Justice League movie coming up here this week, and then I think it's solo movies. The next, it's I well, think you, you have uh, Wonder Woman, BVS, Suicide Squad, then Wonder Woman. Yeah. And then Justice League. I think that's the order of which they're going to come out. Oh, see, I thought they were going to have uh, another uh, Superman movie. I thought. I that, thought. They still have not locked down another. Oh, okay, Superman okay. Movie. Well, well. And, and what I think about that's a, a damn shame. Honestly. What about uh, Aquaman? I think Aquaman's the following year. I don't know. Okay. I, I don't know for sure, but I know it's not before the Justice League and the Wonder Woman movie. And, and okay. here's my thing to counter the fatigue: like, will it matter? It because, won't to me. Well, no, yeah, and, and I don't think it'll matter to a lot of the audience either because there's still that element of like, well, we've never seen this happen, seen this before, so yeah. I'm totally down for a Justice League movie, whether it ends up sucking or not. I'm gonna have to see. Yeah, it. and it seems and, the but, excitement but, level but, like, is still look pretty at, like, high. Like how like it could do so shitty here. These things are worldwide phenomenons now, where it's like they'll make it's a true. shitload of money off of it, and it won't matter. Yeah. And they'll just keep pumping them out, and we could people here in this country could hate it. All day long, and they'll yeah. still keep pumping them out. Sure. Um, yeah, and I think uh, I, I like I, I'm with you that it's it's going to happen that it's going to get to a point where, I mean, I think we're already there where there's just so many superhero movies. But but if they keep doing them well, that's kind of the cool thing about superhero movies <clears throat> is, yeah, it's its own genre. But if you look at movies like. I think like that's why I think Captain America Winter Soldier is such a great movie. It's a superhero movie, but to me the biggest thing that it is is a taut political thriller. Yeah, it's a spy movie. Yeah. There's superheroes in it, but man the coolest parts of that story is intrigue. Mm -hmm. It's it's not yeah, there's some cool fights in it and stuff like that, but it's just man all of the the way that like Robert Redford's character and uh uh, Chris Evans, the way that their characters play off of each other, and where you can see, like, you know, it, it's it's it, it transcends being a superhero. Samuel L. Jackson's got his yeah, exactly. Samuel, yeah, yeah. yeah it is and good. you've got these different 
factions that have their own, you know, political uh, ambitions. Well, and then you have like, you know, Captain America himself who has really no political ambitions. He's got, I'm, I want to do the right Except thing. Ambition. America's. Yeah. You know, just the truth, justice in the American way. Or is that a, uh, is that that's, Superman? That's Superman yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, which I always remember, uh, what is it? The, the old like arcade beat em up, the Avengers, whenever you would die and it would be like, you know, continue in the arcade, it would always be like, America still needs your help. And it was it'd be like, it would be like Captain America, like, you know, calling for you to throw more quarters in. Give me your quarter yeah. for freedom. Yeah, yeah exactly, man. Come on, capitalism, baby. Uh, so anyway. Uh, well, just to touch on that, too, I think one thing, one last thing that I would say is that the one thing I think DC is doing right is they're not going and getting scrubs to fill these roles or to direct these movies or to write these screenplays. They're going after acclaimed people to fill these spots. Yeah, you know, like already the next, the next, uh, figuratively, the next Batman movie. I think everybody on the cast is an Academy Award winner. They're not, they're not doing like like think you're talking about bad comic book movies like the past Green Lantern. They're not just gonna be like, hey, we're just gonna make a Green Lantern. Fuck it. Yeah. They're not doing that. Yeah, no, I mean, you went and got a... Now, is Ben Affleck going to be have his own Batman movie? He may be directing it. Oh. Now, see, and let's, talk about, let's, talk about, let's talk about Ben Affleck really quick, just because... Oh, Ben. Ben Affleck, to me, has, for a certain, a good stretch of time, was always a joke to me. Yeah. Like, he did some good Kevin Smith movies. He had some good turns in Kevin Smith movies, like, you know, Mallrats. He was the guy that worked mm-hmm. at Fashionable Mail, the, just the dickhead. Yeah, Jersey that, Girl or whatever it was. Well, that Jersey Girl, I, nah, nah, nah. Well, I'm just talking know, like, you know, I'm not a fan of that. But I'm just saying Kevin Smith movies, Dogma. Right. He was great in Dogma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he gets, like, hyper-famous, and he starts just doing these just shit movies, like fucking Reindeer Games and shit Daredevil. like that. Daredevil. Yeah, Daredevil. Yeah, let's talk about an ass of a movie. I didn't think we were going to mention that this whole time. I was wrong. Um, which, I'll say this, Daredevil, just a, 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 a shit nugget of a movie. Electra wasn't all that bad, really, surprisingly. I went into Electra thinking, oh, God, this is going to be horrible. I walked away from that movie going, actually, that wasn't all that bad. So, you know, whatever. I, that, that was a... Another little bit of a, a minor bright spot in the, you know, superhero movies early on. But then Ben Affleck started to direct movies. Uh, what was it? Gone Baby Gone, I think, was him. Uh, great movie where I think he was directing his cousin or whatever. Casey Affleck, whoever. I think it's his cousin. Yeah, yeah. yeah great fucking movie. The Ocean's Eleven and stuff, right? Uh, yeah, he was in Ocean's yeah, yeah. Eleven. Yeah, and yeah. And the rest of those. Um, uh, Argo. Yeah, the town. Yeah, see, a lot of these I've never. I've seen Argo, but dude, the town is. So I know there are a lot of these are good movies. Though. When they cast him for Batman, I was like, okay, well, I need to find somewhere to 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 to, to muster up some faith that he's going to do something. Mm-hmm. First movie I went to was the town. Watch the town. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to buy in. I'm going to go ahead and okay. just like I'm going to I'm going to sell out on it. And I'm gonna be like, he's going to do a great job. Uh, he, dude, the guy, it's, I just, I don't know. He went through a phase where he just, I don't know. He was just like King Douchebag, it seemed like, but. In a way, he kind of mirrors this adaptation of Batman. From being young and reckless until now, as he's being in, incorporated into this cinematic universe, he's seasoned, he's weathered, he's broken. He ain't got time for bullshit. Yeah, yeah I mean, and, and again, I think Ben Affleck has done like, in the last like five, six years, dude. 
I don't think the guy's done anything that I've disliked. Uh, Gone Girl. I mean, he 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 didn't direct it, but he started it. He's a great movie. Yeah, he did good. Um, so when I heard he was going to be Batman, I was like, oh God, no, no. And then I literally, I was literally like, but wait, dude, Ben Affleck's on the upswing right now. And I know if anything, if for no other reason than he is friends with Kevin Smith, Kevin Smith's going to be in his fucking ear. You know it. Like, all right, dude, this is how you fucking play Batman, dude. Now listen to me. I'm going to direct you and then Zack Snyder's going to direct you. So listen, you know, this is how you fucking play the bat. So... I I, I kind of was like, you know what? I'm not so worried about that. What I'm worried about was when I saw that second fucking trailer for Batman yeah. versus Superman. Right there. Understandably so. What what I, I I don't get into trailers a bunch. I, I eventually see a bunch of them. What was so bad about it? The way that Doomsday apparently is being brought into it seems like he's being shoehorned in. Um, the dialogue seemed really fucking cheesy whenever, like, you know, Wonder Woman shows up and they're like, I thought she was with you. I thought she was with you. And it's like, ah, come on, guys. This isn't like fucking Tango and Cash here. Like, <laughs> that worked for Tango and Cash, but it just seemed really cheesy, really forced. It just, everything seemed forced. Doomsday seemed forced into it. Wonder Woman seemed forced into it. But then... The third and final trailer comes out, and I'm like, holy fuck, dude. If this had been the only trailer they, they showed... They, they should have never shown the second trailer. I would have camped out for this fucking movie. That third trailer looks just insanely good. I think the best part about that trailer, obviously the first 45 seconds or whatever, but uh, <laughs> is that when they did that, there was no score. Like, there was no music. There was no buildup. No, no, it was just silence. And fucking brutality. And from that, like, I was just watching it, like, hand over mouth. Are you talking about the one where Batman yeah, is where just, I, the one he's I basically playing Bar uh, Arkham Asylum? Yeah. And he's beating the, yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's pulling the combos off and yeah. beating the shit out of It was just all you heard was bone crunching and yep. the heads bouncing. That's all you could fucking hear. <laughs> yep. And at that point, I was just like, this is fucking happening. Because the, the previous trailer, I got excited because I'm invested. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. okay, cool, Doomsday, which we will come back to that. Uh, I, I was just like, you know, I'm excited <laughs> because I'm getting to see this. It looks, it looks like what I want to see, and I wish they'd have never shown that trailer because I do too. <laughs> uh, the the Doomsday, what what we briefly touched on outside is that I agree with you. There's a whole nother arc that could be done off of that character, but that's not to say that they're not going to do it. This yeah, is a regenerating could. character. Dog, who knows how many times yeah, he might knows. get killed in this movie and come back in this movie? It could be. But again, I guess the way I saw it is I was like, you know, Doomsday is the ultimate answer to Superman. Mm -hmm. You're going to use him as the reason the Justice League comes together. That Okay, that makes sense. This might not even be Doomsday. But I mean, yeah, you're right. But it got it. Fucking looks like Doomsday. It doesn't look like Doomsday. That's not the really, other yeah. part of it. That's that's I, the part that I lean to. That I'm like. There's no rock formations coming out of his face. He's yeah. not spiked across his back. This basically looks just like a reanimated something. Well, it's. I think it's a reanimated. Like, well, I think it's Doomsday. It's he takes General Zod's DNA, because see, there is a Superman. There is a Superman comic where Lex Luthor gets the skeleton of Doomsday and uses Kryptonian DNA to graft new flesh onto it and brings Doomsday back. That's what this screamed to me. And I was like, okay, but man, that happened after Doomsday had already shown up a couple of times. Mm -hmm. 
It just seems like they just. It seems to me they went to like panic mode in a way. Like I don't even know if it's yeah panic mode or just like we're pulling out the biggest fucking gun you could ever fucking pull out. It's almost like in Batman, the original Batman, Michael Keaton, Jack Nicholson. Great fucking movie, except for one thing: they killed the Joker. Yeah, and you're like, fuck, man, y'all shot your wad right there, dude. No more Joker in this stretch. The Joker, your best villain. That's why I thought the Dark Knight was so smart. You had this epic confrontation between Batman and the Joker, and the Joker isn't doesn't die. So I'm like, you've got that. Now, granted, they never went back to, and who knows if Heath Ledger hadn't died? Who knows? The Dark Knight Rises might have been back. Probably would have been back. Different movie. Yeah, Um, and so that's to me. That's like grabbing the number one villain for somebody and just you're using him you're using it you're firing that bullet way too soon so it seems like and it just seemed dumb the way he kind of slid down a building and then slid into the frame and i was just like oh no not not doom no and i think it looks a lot like doomsday uh it could be i don't know i mean it doesn't look exactly like doomsday but i mean with how they're uh, to me it's just all the painstaking that they're doing to make these characters look like <laughs> their comic counterparts. And you're going to feed us this for Doomsday? Like the Smallville Doomsday looked better <laughs> yeah, you're and right. more like Doomsday yeah, than yeah. this does. Yeah. Huh, I didn't know Doomsday was in Smallville. He yeah, was. Yeah, he was. Huh. Yeah. That's one of those episodes that could be cherry-picked for you. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. And, and it who kinda, knows where it goes? Yeah, and I mean, not that you have to follow the origin stories of everybody exactly, but... It's impossible, too. There's so many. Doomsday is not a creation. Doomsday is like... He was born like on ancient Krypton, like under the earth, like or I mean, under the ground. Well, I think it depends, doesn't it? I, I, I think there's... There's, so, there's a lot of different origin stories with Doomsday. No, like he, his original... He was like the depths of Krypton. He's born. He's yeah, this, yeah, I know. But and somebody, and a, an, an alien, like this alien scientist comes and takes him takes him to another planet and like exposes him to it and he dies and then he grabs him uses his dna makes a new doomsday puts him back there and watches over just tons of time this this being evolve 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 gets stronger and stronger and stronger until eventually it kills everything and that's doomsday but like the original thing that was doomsday was it has roots in krypton that's why it has kryptonite in like part of its body so, you know, I don't know. I just, I, 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 forget all that even. Just the way that the trailer came across, it just did not. It, 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 after seeing the third trailer, it just, you really wish that second one never came out. Yeah, dude, that third trailer, everything about that third trailer, I was like, oh, man, dude, everything. Yeah. Wonder Woman looks fucking awesome. Batman looks fucking awesome. Superman looks fucking awesome. Lex Luthor, uh, we'll give him a chance. You know, I mean, but that's, I, I just wish they would have, you know, like you said, never given us and that And who else trailer. is in this movie? Aquaman? Jason, yeah, there's rumors that Jason he's going Momoa. to be in it. Yeah, Jason Momoa. You don't know. I, he was on set at some point in time, <laughs> he and, was but set. you're not seeing anything <laughs> Which other Which you got to think, picture, there's the so. Flash as well. The Flash is supposed yeah, to be part of all this as well. And so. that's the wild card in the whole thing, because they can do whatever they want, and Flash can, it flashes your reset button. Yeah. yeah you know, is. so, like... They I'm could trying. they could do some, they could do something and then mm-hmm. it not work out the way you want. 
He, they, just, they could he, runs, they he could, runs really fast, and we just fucking They could flashpoint yeah. paradox this shit, yeah. and we have a whole new... Yeah, what about, uh, was it uh, Hawk, uh, Hawkman or Hawkeye? Hawkman? Hawkman. Hawkman, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Green Arrow? I don't know, are all the, any of these guys going to be in See, it? See, that's, that's kind of... I don't... We don't know, because they've already said what they're telling us. This is the... We're going on kind of the whole, the, you know, UFP podcast, uh, you know conspiracy thing here but that's what they're telling us is that these are separate good man good man they're separate in their in their entities the tv's one thing because of ownership rights the movie's doing their own thing okay but like i said the flash is your wild card sure because the flash exposes the dc universe to multiple earths yeah yes he does there's more than one yeah so they could eventually intertwine these and they could use the tv properties but they're telling us, they are telling us, that they're not going to do that. Yeah. But the Flash TV show, honestly, it's so fucking good when it comes to C- CW or TV's, TV superhero stuff. It's like, I, I was a little upset when I saw that they casted a Flash because I'm already invested in this Flash. Like, it's good. Yeah. I, I, I love it. But we'll see what they do. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll, I'm probably going to go see this movie... Just because of that third trailer. That third trailer, like when I when the first trailer came out, there was like a first trailer and then like or like like a little bit of a teaser as well. Mm-hmm. Like one where I think it was just like Batman hanging up and like Superman comes in and t- pulls his, his cowl off, and that was like the whole trailer. I, I that was like a little teaser, and I was like, okay. And then there was the first actual trailer, and I was like, okay, yeah, and this okay, this looks interesting. I'm curious to see where it goes. Second trailer comes out, I'm like, nope, this movie's gonna fucking blow. Not into it. Don't care. Nope, I'm good. I don't care about trailers, man. That's... And then the third trailer dropped, and now I'm like, okay, I'm going to give it a shot. Outside of the second trailer, I like. I don't know how you could market this movie any better. Uh, I mean, in reference to, they built a narrative within the information they released. Everything was, it's impossible for Batman. For the first you know, two trailers. It's like if I wanted you dead, you'd be you. I'd have done it already. Yeah, yeah. And then it's everything like he's just a man. There's no way. And then that third trailer, yep. they finally give you something of Batman because before that there was no combat. Yeah. It was him like ducking out of a corner, and you just get to see the figure. Yeah. But then the third trailer, it's like oh, he Batman. just motherfucker can throw down. Yeah, yeah he just oh, yeah. Bl- he just stopped yeah. a. He, Superman just tried to punch him and yeah. Batman stopped him. And that's what they end you on. That's their go-home shot where it's just like, well, Superman threw him through a building. This is this is exactly what we thought was going to happen. And then he he blocks that punch. He gives a smirk. Now everybody's going yeah, to this fucking like, oh, movie. Fuck. Because how <laughs> yeah. does, one, how does he do it? Yeah. Two, can he do it? Yeah. And... You know, money, money's going to play a role because ching, ching, yeah, ching, Batman, yes. Batman is your cash cow for the DC universe. As interesting as all these other characters are, he's your cash cow. Yeah, really, they're, it's very likely that they could bump a, a Justice movie, Justice League movie back to give you a solo Batman movie because they know the solo Batman movies are going to generate that much. Sure. Well, and you know, I thought I there's something that's kind of cool. I thought I don't know if have you seen the ads. I've seen them on online. The Turkish Airlines ads, yeah, yeah, with, for uh, Bruce Wayne and Clever Lex Luthor. You know. I thought those were. I was like, I was, I was watching some YouTube video and like that came up as an ad, and I was like, you know, it's always like, you know, you gotta wait five seconds and you can skip it because I don't have ad blocker because I'm an idiot. 
But <laughs> so I'm sitting there waiting that five seconds. I got my mouse hovering over that. And then, like, I see Ben Affleck pop up, and he's like, at Wayne Enterprises. I was like, wait, what? Why is Ben Affleck brooding on like, plane? Yeah, I was yeah. like, what is that? <laughs> I was like, Ben Affleck owns Turkish Airlines? And, like, so, like, yeah, I thought I was like, that's actually, that's fucking clever as hell. Yeah, and, and it's this whole idea with this with this version of the cinematic uh, universe is that they want it to be believable. You know, and, that, and that's something that they're kind of stressing is that they're putting real life situation sure. scenarios and, and wrapping this world around it at the last at the big comic con in San Diego the provider of the Wi-Fi was Luther Corp yeah. you had to log on to Luther Corp and get updates and then they're releasing news <laughs> they're yeah. releasing magazine articles and uh, interviews with not you know the actor but the character yeah, and yeah. telling you bits of a story giving you Giving you financial breakdowns of Queen Industries and Wayne Enterprises and and LexCorp and telling you where they're going and then how how much how downhill Wayne Enterprises is going is because they're investing all this money in you know uh, development development stuff for the military that the military military never gets yeah you know so they're down this amount of dollars and yeah you know whatever happened to Bruce Wayne and and you know it's the, all savvy marketing right yeah. and and it's all being done. Fairly well. You know, I'm like, I'm loving it because I'm just like, oh, what's the next thing? Oh, cool. I'll click here. Oh, it's this next thing that I learned a little bit of the movie. All these, uh, like, Doritos putting out comic book uh, uh, precursors, which those are actually pretty good. Uh, Like, Dr. Pepper and Doritos, they put out, like, kind of individual comics about, you know, you get what Batman's doing before the movie. You know, like, what he's doing, how he's learning this. You get Superman, like, the, the... which is probably the best one is from a senator's point of view, them discussing how they should handle the Superman situation. Okay. You know, like we can't control him. What do we do? We have to figure out what his motives are. Yeah. We have to know a way to take him down in case he goes rogue. Kind of like the first movie. Like, is he a, is he a good guy? Yeah. Or, you know, is he Which, with us or is he an alien? I think this is a perfect time to bring up. When we were over doing the last podcast, the NES podcast over at Steve's house, he brought something up. Which he something he didn't like about how they were portraying the the uh, the conflict between Batman and Superman, which was that Batman was saying, you know, if there's a one percent chance that he's our enemy, we have to treat it as a hundred percent certainty. Like we have to take him out because he can destroy the whole human race. And he was kind of like, that's not. And he he didn't like that because he was like, that's not. That's never been in the comics. That's never been the impetus for why Batman and Superman tangle. It's always been, usually, and that's these Frank Miller ones are a good example. Batman, or Superman basically telling Batman, like, you aren't allowed to fight crime the way you do. I fight the crime. And it's always been Batman saying, like, who the fuck are you? I don't care if you're Superman or not. I'm going to do what I'm going to do, and, you know, you go ahead and try to stop me. And that's kind of, now, granted, there's been some pressures on Superman, like, you know, being kind of a lackey for the U.S. government or being manipulated by Too Brainiac. much of a Boy Scout. <clears throat> yeah. And so he was kind of like, man, that was the perfect thing to do is to have Superman be like, you know... And, and they do kind of touch on it a little bit, like talk whenever Clark Kent's talking to Bruce Wayne, like, you know, you've got this vigilante <coughs> running amok in Gotham and blah, 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 blah. And he's kind of like, you know, he, like Ben Affleck, Bruce Wayne kind of says like, you know... uh that's kind of funny coming from you, you know, yeah. every time, you know, your guy does something, you write a puff piece editorial, you know, about how he, 
you know, saved a cat from a tree, but, you know, he could have, you know, burned the whole damn town down or something like that. And I think that it's just kind of, I, I agree with, with, with his kind of like, they didn't even need to bring into the, the, the whole fact that, that Batman or that Superman could kill every, the whole human race. But I do think it's kind of cool how they're, it looks like they're tying together. Like Wayne industries had a building in Metropolis that got destroyed in man of steel. Hmm. You didn't see it at the time. The That's what it seems like. When I mean, him and saw a satellite get destroyed, that was Wayne Enterprises yeah, yeah. in Man of Steel. Oh, you do see that? There's yeah. a satellite that okay. gets taken But down. it looks yeah. like that's... I don't know, but it looks like from the trailers, that's where they're going with this, saying mm-hmm. like that... You know, when General Zod and Superman were fighting, one of the buildings destroyed was Wayne and Wayne Enterprises' building. And a lot of Bruce Wayne's employees died, and that's... People close to him died. Yeah, and that's where Bruce Wayne kind of, you know, and Batman get into this to go like, this guy's a fucking problem. Because look what... This guy has a fist fight, and look what happens. Mm-hmm. So he's the defender of the weak and powerless and now everyone is so and apparently there's a lot of uh, shit that he's dealing with uh, I mean you walk by you see the the Robin case he apparently has lost people too yeah and some Joker shit in there too yeah. there is yeah. there is yeah. on the suit yeah. it's the jokes on you yeah is what the suit says yeah and so it's he's reminded of all these things every day I'm assuming and he he there's a red button. Somebody's going to push it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He has to get to that button first and do what he has to do. Yeah. Now, I really hope they don't turn him into the Punisher. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm. That's one thing I'm a little worried about. You yeah, see him there carrying is a... guns. Yeah. You know, but again, there's no context to this, so we don't really know yeah. what, what these bullets are for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, you know, and I've always kind of thought it's funny whenever people are like, Batman doesn't use a gun. And I'm like, you're right. He doesn't use a gun. However, he does use exploding batarangs. Yeah. You know, six of one, half a dozen of the other, maybe? I'm not saying Batman needs to be out there with an Uzi, but I'm saying if for a split second Batman has a gun in his hand, I don't immediately go, you know, oh, no, all credibility lost. Yeah. So I'm like, Batman will employ some explosive shit. He's got some kryptonite bullets. He'll do what it takes. <laughs> Batman's thing is he just won't kill people. Batman doesn't kill people. Again, and that's, a, that's I mean, all, all of these comics started out with, the heroes killing people. Yeah. I mean, it's that's it's just what we're accustomed. We uh, actually had a pretty good discussion about this today with a friend of mine. Um, it's it just a matter of what adaptation you're accustomed to or that you've embraced. Sure, you know, and a lot of people now it's the Nolan stuff that yeah. they embrace. Like that's that's Batman to them. Their minds gonna be fucking blown. I mean, when it comes to like <laughs> Batman, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, motherfucker never came through a roof and cleared a room of 24 armed hostiles in, in any of those movies. We're, we're about to see that. Yeah. And, you know, I, I don't want him to go the route of the Punisher, but it depends on the context. Like, if he's taking a gun and he knows that this gun is going to at least deter something like a Doomsday or whatever that may be, that maybe, that's what, takes, maybe that's what he's got to yeah, do. Maybe that's what he's got to do. Yeah. 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 So, and again, like I said... Batman using a gun for a minute is no big deal, considering, like I said, he uses explosive batarangs. He has machine guns on the the Batwing. You know, he's got machine guns on the Batmobile. You know, he's got explosive... I mean, it's not like Batman is just like, uh, I just kick and punch people. No. Batman's got all kinds of gadgets and gizmos. toys, man. Exactly. So I'm kind of like, you know, yeah, I get it. Batman with a gun kind of doesn't look right. I get it. But like you said... In the right situation, I could totally see it. Yeah. Like him picking up a gun and be like, oh, this guy's a fucking, you know, this motherfucker's name is Doomsday. I better pick up this Uzi for a second, yeah. you know, sure, because 
<clears throat> I mean, like I said, Batman's the only guy who's like, hey, hold on, y'all need a base. Uh, I got the satellite up in, in space. <laughs> yeah. You need a place to chill. Fuck it. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. He's got everything, man. Yeah. Okay, so, I mean, I think in the end, I think we're all excited about the movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I just, that second trailer, I mean. Rightfully so as well. But the third trailer, holy shit. Mm-hmm. It definitely, it's, it, it did. It, it sold a lot of movie tickets off that third trailer. Yeah, yeah. It sold one to me. Yeah. So, anyway, so, I don't know. Do we have anything else we wanted nah, to? Yeah, probably better wrap up. I mean, that's pretty much it. Okay, so, Escape Velocity time. Escape Velocity time. All right, so, uh, well, uh, Ryan, again, thanks for having us over here, man. Um, have to come back on again sometime when we talk so. about, I don't know, whatever topic we can all get together on. Do uh, you have anything you want to say to everybody before we go? No, like I say, it's been fun, so hope to be back soon. Cool. Um, Brad, never pencil him in again. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, this, was, this has been a lot of fun. Um, yeah, so we're going to go ahead and blast off out of here. Let me go ahead and give our details one more time. UFPpodcast at gmail.com, at UFP on Twitter, and Unidentified Flying Podcast on Facebook. So, until the next bat time and next bat channel, this has been Drew and... This is Brad. And you've been listening to the Unidentified Flying Podcast. Y'all have a good one.